Hi, and welcome to the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. I'm your host, Tegan Thompson. I'm a book lover, a chocoholic, and an INTJ living in a world filled with extroverts. I made this podcast to share my experiences and struggles as an introverted perfectionist and to bring the inner workings of an introvert's mind to introverts and extroverts alike. So grab a cup of tea and get comfortable. It's time to unmute. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. This week, we'll be talking about how you can support a loved one who is battling a mental illness. Um, I really wanted to talk about this because it is so important for people who are struggling with mental illness to have a support system and to know that they have someone or multiple people that they trust and can turn to during any challenges um, or if they're making decisions or just in everyday life um, because it's really important for them to know and feel that they are loved and supported um, because you know when you are struggling with mental illness it's really easy to kind of turn away from people and not want to burden them with anything kind of just isolate yourself um but isolation is the number one enemy to mental health in my opinion and if someone isolates themselves they just put themselves at even greater risk of um really suffering from mental illness and potentially hurting themselves and the people around them Um, so, you know, it's really, really important to have that support system and, you know, you have to have people who are willing to be someone who will support in order to have a support system. So, you know, everyone's support system looks different, right? You can have one person, you can have 10 people, um, and they can be friends and family, or they could be your therapist and, um, maybe a coworker or something like that, right? So, you know... Maybe you're wondering, well, who can be a supporter? Well, anyone can be a supporter. No matter who you are, you can support someone who you love and care about and who's close to you. And you can be a family member, you can be a friend, you can be a coworker, you can be a peer, you can be a religious leader, you can be a therapist or a counselor, you can literally be anyone. It's just important that you are able to provide emotional support um, and that they are comfortable with you providing support. Um, And I want to point out that you being able to provide emotional support is really, really important in this because you don't want to hurt your own emotional and mental and physical health at the cost of trying to help someone else. Um, it's really, really important that you are healthy on your own terms before you try and um, support someone or that you have your own support system in place so that you are able to provide that emotional support um, or whatever support you're providing uh, because you don't want to risk you becoming mentally ill or um, losing that um good place in your mental health that you had right so it's really really important that you are at a place where you can provide that emotional support 
um, before just like jumping in, you know, nose diving right in and trying to be supportive when you're kind of in a place where you need your own support, right? So how can you be a supporter? Well, the first thing is that you educate yourself. You should always educate yourself, right? You want to know the signs and symptoms of mental illness. You want to know how you can connect someone to professional resources and help so that they can always, you know, go and find that and have those resources available to them. Um, so I will always, always, always promote educating yourself on whatever it is you want to learn about. But being educated on this is the best way to be able to provide support because when you are aware of not just the signs and symptoms, but of how people can seek help and um, how you should go about, you know, talking to people and all of this different things, right? It it's really helpful right you should learn how to have open and honest conversations with people um, because you want to be able to make sure that they're able to feel comfortable having those conversations so they can open up because even if you are there saying i i support you i'm here for you but they're not able to talk to someone about it they're still isolating themselves right they're still carrying that on that burden for themselves on themselves all by themselves um, so it's really, really hard. Um, and then another part of this is educating other people. So once you've educated yourself, it's important to go and educate other people so that you can kind of spread it so that everyone can one day become educated on mental health and mental illness. Um, another thing you can do is let them know you're there to support them, right? And it's kind of an obvious one, but... A lot of the times, you know, people will be like, well, obviously I'm here to support you. Why wouldn't you think that? And it's like, well, you never confronted me about it. We've never talked about talked about it. We never had a conversation about mental health. How was I supposed to know that you're here to support me, right? So, yeah, you should make sure that you're expressing your concern and telling them that you want to support them in whatever ways you personally can and in what ways they want and need to be supported, right? You care about them, and maybe for you it's obvious, and it's not something that needs to be stated, but sometimes people need to hear it from you, so you should let them know. Hey, I recognize that maybe you're struggling, do you want to talk about it, I'm here to support you, right? Just being there, and then being there to talk to them about the options that are available for seeking out help letting them know that they're not alone in having to navigate all of this that you're here to you know maybe do some research with them or find a good therapist or whatever it may be for them like letting them know that you're there to support in that way too um and another thing you should do is ask questions Um, I think this is really, really important because when you ask questions, um, you're letting them know that you are not taking everything that you've learned on your own and applying it to them because everyone's situation is different, right? You're letting them know they're special and they're unique and that their situation is unique as well. 
and that you want to understand it from their perspective, right? When you ask questions, you need to be able to be open to listening and hearing their point of view and their experiences that they've had. Um, Because again, everyone is unique and everyone has unique situations. Two people with anxiety or two people with ADHD, two people with depression, they're not going to be the same. They're not going to have those same experiences and they may not be needing help in the same areas so it's really really important to have those conversations with them just so that you can kind of fully try to comprehend um what they are going through and then also being able to provide the right help for them um and when you ask questions you want to ask open-ended questions you don't want to state things that maybe you've noticed about them or you don't mean oh, I've noticed that maybe you've been down a little bit. You'd want to ask more like, hey, how have you been feeling lately? Um, You want to ask those open-ended questions, not yes or no questions, right? You want them to be able to expand on their feelings and share with you what they're comfortable sharing with you. Um, And then kind of going off of this, it's really important for you to be able to talk about mental health in general, Um, whether it's with someone who's suffering from a mental illness or if it's someone who is maybe in a really good place with their mental health um you should be open to talking about mental health and it part of that is being able to set aside time um to talk about it and then providing an open and safe space where people are comfortable being uh, able to talk about um their mental health and maybe things that they've struggled through in the past or any challenges they're having now um and when you're talking to someone who is suffering from mental illness it's important to let them lead the conversation at their own pace right they you want to kind of let them feel comfortable and feel like that they're sharing this with you um and that you know you're not trying to push them Right? You don't want to pressure them into talking about anything that they aren't ready to talk about. So it's really important to like kind of let them lead the conversation and understand that maybe you'll talk about some very basic things at first, but eventually they'll be more open and have longer and deeper conversations with you. So just letting them lead it at their own pace. Um, and just supporting them in that way because when you support them in that way then they're going to feel more comfortable having those deeper conversations eventually and opening up and um, that will allow them to be less isolated so it's really important Um, and it's really really important to listen to understand and to comprehend um, and not to listen just to respond this is something my friend has said to me for a while now and when she said it the first time i was like oh interesting right you want to listen to understand and not listen to respond a lot of the times we have conversations and we're just hearing what the person said so that we can have a response to what they're saying and you're not really taking in what they're saying and trying to analyze it and comprehend it um and I think it's really important to be able to do that when you're talking to someone who is suffering from mental illness because you want them to be able to be heard, right? You you want to be able to understand what they're saying to you when they are struggling with something. And maybe you don't personally understand because you haven't gone through that experience, 
but you are comprehending what they're saying and you're taking in what they have to say from their perspective and just knowing that sometimes you don't have the answer and that's okay you don't have to always have an answer to them but just letting them know that you are there to support them and know that okay well maybe that is that is something that is really challenging for this person and they're really struggling with this but i want to be here to provide whatever help i can or help you find the support you need if i cannot provide it right and kind of leading into my next um, point is you should know your limits and be able to look after yourself as well Um, so you can always ask for help you are one person and you can't provide all the help in the world that someone would need Um, so it's really important to understand what you can and can't do and what you can and cannot provide right you're not professionally educated on everything that comes with mental health you may not be a therapist so it's really important to recognize that okay you can talk to me about this maybe but i don't have the answers so let's help you find someone who can have the answers or can help you kind of navigate this and find coping methods right um and then also taking care of yourself um you know taking care of your own mental and physical health i think it's really important a lot of people forget about that um when you're supporting someone who's going through mental illness you're taking in a lot of information and sometimes you might feel like it's a lot of heavy burden on you and you can start to feel kind of down and depressed um and kind of start suffering in that way so it's really important to make sure you're um being mindful of your own mental and physical health and that you seek support if it's needed Um, You know, sometimes you might need to go seek out a therapist so that you have someone to talk about um, so you can talk about the things that you kind of are trying to help your friend with or whoever the person is, Um, you know, because a lot of times these things are personal and you're not just going to go talk to some random person about it, but being able to talk to a therapist who can help you kind of find coping methods with it. Um, or kind of maybe provide the the additional support you need. Um, Maybe you don't know how to respond to something your loved one has said and so you're kind of stuck, then you can talk to them about it and maybe they have a way to navigate it. Um, So seeking out professional help for yourself as well if that is needed. And so it's just really, really, really important um, taking care of yourself, right? Like I said earlier, if you cannot provide the emotional support, then you should not be supporting someone. You need support yourself. So just being mindful of that throughout the entire process because there are going to be hard days when you are supporting someone and knowing that they're struggling can be really hard on yourself, especially when you love this person. It's like you don't want to see them suffering. You don't want to hear about how in pain they might be. Um, and so that can hurt you as well. So it's really, really, really important to be mindful of your own mental and physical health and to be proactive on your end as well and find the support you may need as well, right? You can be a supporter while also having supporters. And I think that's so important. Um, 
is everyone should have a support system no matter who you are or if you're going through challenges or if you're not going through challenges i think everyone should have a support system um and the last thing i want to say is thank you i know sometimes you don't hear this if you're a supporter um, but i think everyone should know that your loved one is so thankful for the support that you are providing them um and that they are happy you're there for them and just able to listen to them sometimes. So, you know, you are thanked, you are, be, like, people are grateful for you. So just keep that in mind, even though sometimes it gets hard. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or if you learned anything new please go share it with a friend and as always have a good weekend and i look forward to seeing you guys again next week on the heart of a perfectionist podcast